Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, FXBG Public Radio proudly brings to you the greatest podcast in the world. I am your host, the one, the only, the immaculate, the instant classic, Sean Bennett. Sitting next to me is not Chris Chris Mack. Chris decided not to show up. Chris is currently... Chris is currently battling the coronavirus. Um, our our hearts and uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to him, um, hoping for a speedy recovery. Uh, I told you to switch to Modelo, nigga. And floating somewhere to my left, is it my right? Is it my oh? It's my left. Left right. Lucy, floating, ready, tidy. Floating somewhere to my left would be. Or is it right on the? It's right on the screen, I guess. It's Riss. What up, bitch? She can't tell her left from her right. Say your fucking name. Jesus <laughs> Christ. All right. Sitting to my left would be Riss. God knows what the hell she is doing. So. <clears throat> Nothing productive. <sighs> so there's no Chris Mack here tonight, which, you know, we're all sad about. Um, obviously, uh, we're hoping, like I said, for a speedy recovery through the coronavirus. That being said, um, there's no voice of reason here tonight. So we're fucked. There's and not in a good life there's, firmly. There's no one to be overly emotional and passionate and you know, talk about leaving a piece of himself with every female that he's ever <laughs> slept with. Um there's also no one here encouraging people to stalk folks. So Certainly not. Let's get this show on the road. And in honor of Chris Mack we're going to do, we are going to do a moment of class with Chris Mack tonight. That is going to be a thing. Is it a moment with Chris Mack or is it a moment without Chris Mack? Every, every moment of class everywhere, anywhere on the planet, somehow, some way involves Chris Mack. Don't you know how his spirituality works? The same way he leaves, <laughs> the same way that he okay. leaves a piece of himself with... Uh, every woman that he's ever slept with. What are you doing, you alcoholic? With every woman that he's ever slept with, every moment of class involves Chris Mack. And we're actually going to start off with a moment of class with Chris Mack tonight. Okay. So, <clears throat> pardon me. I have to... Um, Prepare. Lower to my... I have to lower my testosterone levels a little bit. And, uh, you know, <sighs> prepare to engage in my spirituality and become... Chris Mack. Oh. Pikachu's, Pikachu's, Pikachu's. Okay. Dragons, farm animals, furries is life. All right, and I'm ready. So, tonight on a moment of class with Chris Mack, um, we're gonna talk about. Um, so, do you know who Lord Jamar is? You probably don't. You're a little young. A little young. Uh, I feel like uh, that's a. Uh, that's a little bit before your time. Uh, but I'm going to ask you anyways. Do you know... The Muffin Man? No. That's, no, not 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 the Muffin Man. That would not be, uh, that would not be who I'm speaking of. Um, EK, do you know who Lord Jamar is? No idea. No idea. Um, do you know who... Uh, do you remember the group, the group Brand Nubian? That sounds more familiar. Right. Now, the reason you know Brand Nubian 
and you don't know Lord Jamar is because he was the wackest dude in Brand Nubia. <laughs> uh, he was he was the wackest of the rappers in Brand Nubia, and Brand Nubian was actually very talented, very successful. Um, they made a lot of uh, Afrocentric music. They made a lot of um, knowledgeable music. A lot of um, a lot of social music it was great. Uh, Lord Jamar would always just kind of come in towards the end and be like, ramble, 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 ramble. And nothing has changed. Um, nothing has changed. Uh, Lord Jamar, this moment of class is for you. And I know that when Chris gets back, he's going to, you know, have something to say. He's going to, you know, tell me I wasn't classy enough or perhaps I was a little too angry. But I'm going to try to help Lord Jamar out. Lord Jamar. Here's my advice to you. Here's how I'm going to tell you how to class up your life, how to class, it, how to class yourself up, your whole situation. Okay. I'm going to give you a little background because you look confused. So, Lord Jamar, um, because Grand, uh, because Brand Nubian is looked at as hip-hop royalty, so he kind of hangs on those coattails. Okay. Like, well, I was part of Brand Nubian, you know. Okay. Um, it's like J.C. Chazez in uh, NSYNC. Nope. Ooh. Okay. I don't know who that is. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know who that is. All right. <laughs> Any uh, other member of NSYNC that wasn't Justin Timberlake? Cool. Is All right. That, am I understanding it? That works. Okay, cool. Because I only know of Justin Timberlake right. from NSYNC, and I can never remember if he was part of NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, or 98 Degrees. Oof. Yeah, it was rough. Yikes. Rough, I know. Okay. Um, so Lord Jamar believes that because he was a part of Brand Nubian, that entitles him to be able to open his mouth on Everything, and I mean each and everything. He's always got something slick to say. Um, he wants to, you know, he referred Eminem as a guest in hip hop, and he's Eminem shouldn't be able to, you know, comment on certain things because he's white. Um, Eminem should not be looked at as a hip hop great. Like he can't possibly be the best rapper of all time. He shouldn't even be in the conversation because he's white. Which I don't know how the fuck that makes sense, but you know, hey. Lord Jamar. Um, he had some very negative things to say about Kanye West and his wife and uh, talking about, you know, uh, Kanye needs to get over the number of dudes that have fucked his girl because, you know, something like 32 just known celebrities have smashed your chick. Um, forget all the random average every A dudes that have done it on her face. Um, okay. He was very... Huh? Damn. Right. Um, so he's he's got something negative to say about everybody. About everybody. He's always got something. He don't never bring anything positive ever, ever to the table. Um, and I watched the interview with, this, with him this morning. Now, we all know how I felt about um, What's-Her-Face, who did the slut walk. Kanye's ex, Quiz Khalifa's Amber Rose. Amber Rose. We all know how I felt about the slut walk, and I thought it was a stupid fucking idea. Um, and I, I still think it was a stupid fucking idea. Also, I do not think that Amber Rose is the poster child, so to speak, um, for you know, uh, for women's anything, for women's anything. But um, we got uh, so Lord Jamar decided he went ahead and uh, not only did he bash this, her, her and her slut walk and anything that had to do with it, he was like, sluts should be shamed. Period. All sluts. If you've ever done anything slutty, anything that can be regarded as slutty, anything that can be morally questioned, it should be shamed. Now, I was with him for a minute. I was with him for a minute. 
because you know he was like he was like a guy or a girl could be a slut. Like don't focus on the woman part. And he was like, okay. So as as in the uh, interviewer um, DJ Vlad asked him, he was like, so as, as you know, do you hold men to the same standards you hold women? He was like, oh, well, you can't. And the, that's when he started to lose me. Like, so if you're gonna if you if you want to say all sluts should be shamed, is this the one that he he was like, if your sister is getting fucked in a club bathroom, you're gonna be embarrassed. Is that the yes, guy? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now okay. uh, now don't get me wrong. I get where he's I get where he's coming from. I get where he's coming from, but it's also not his place. It's not your place. Everything isn't your place to speak on. Everything doesn't need your specific brand of negativity. Um, you believe that you're some kind of hip-hop pioneer and that you are, let me stand corrected, he is a hip-hop pioneer. Um, you believe that you are, you know, that you, know, you are the authority on all things hip-hop. Then bring something positive to the culture. And I'm not going to say it doesn't exist. I'm not going to say it's never been said. But I, mean, I can't think of a single interview I've ever seen with this man where he has something positive to say about any topic in hip-hop. Any topic in hip-hop. Or, for that matter, any topic involving women. I'm just saying. If you're supposed to be, you want to be an icon for black culture, then, you know, well, it's Black History Month, my dude. Then do something for black culture. Do something for the culture. Do something to uplift your people. Stop being so damn negative all the fucking time. Um... Step up. Step up. And if you're gonna if you're gonna make statements, then you can't backpedal on your statements. You can't be like, you know, all sluts should be shamed. Um, dudes can be sluts too, but don't don't shame dudes for being sluts, only shame women. That's not something some part of that, didn't it say didn't he say something like, Well, society needs shame in order to be a society and it's like you could you could have you could shame somebody for anything else. Shame people for their racism. Shame people who fucking lie. Shame people who fucking eat your food when it's in the fucking refrigerator and it has your name on it. Shame those folks. I'm all but for like, shaming. Who owns the refrigerator? Huh? Who owns the refrigerator? Bitch, I don't care. It's probably your work fridge, and if your name is on your bag of food, I'm just saying that nobody should eat it. What if it's a boss? Fuck your boss. Fuck your boss. EK said fuck. You paid for fuck the check. Boss. That I you paid for the work that I put into this check, that's it. That's where your but your former payment ends. My point is, my point is, like if, if I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna make a statement like that, don't backpedal. I personally do believe. Go ahead, shame sluts. I don't give a shit. Like, but what like he started with. Keep in mind, dudes are sluts. Um, if you you should not be able to shame. You should not be able to feel shame for anything that you shouldn't feel shame for. Um, I feel personal shame for all kinds of things that I've done in my past. And you know what I don't do? Those things. I feel shameful about them or I have felt shame because of them. And I don't do those things. Um, so shame can be healthy. I agree with that. But you don't you don't get to pick and choose. You don't get to be like, oh, well, I know I said, you know, don't forget dudes can but, be sluts. But, you know, don't you can't shame dude sluts because it's different than shaming girl sluts. No, the fuck it's not. Also, also, shame is like a perceived thing, isn't it? Like right. you can't, can't shame me for something you, that I'm not ashamed right. of. Right? Like exactly. I can't, I can't make you feel shame. You can only feel it if you feel it. Exactly. Which is why I've always said, well, "What did I say?" And I've argued with this on this show for years. 
Courtney, freaking Chris. I've said slut shaming is not a real thing. It is not a real thing. People are like, oh, they're slut shaming that I person. Feel like no, slut shaming because is a if real they thing, don't, because only if they if don't you have feel, like, if you've got anxiety about things, somebody puts that thought in your head, and you're like, I should not have done that. Oh. No, I'm, I'm with you, Sean. Slut shaming? No. But attempted slut shaming? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Attempted slut shaming is a fucking thing. Um, because you're and, trying to make someone feel shame. That right. is your goal. But you can't feel but shame. You, you can't for, force it upon them. People have tried to make me feel bad for all kinds of stuff that's apparently I'm supposed to feel bad about, and I don't feel bad about it. The things that I feel shame for are the things that I've internally been like, Ugh, I shouldn't have done that. That was too far. That was sloppy as fuck. That was unsafe. I put myself in that fucked up position. Like, yeah. these are the things that, you know, I've, I've looked at myself and been like, uh, all right, I'm not, these aren't my proudest moments. Let me not repeat these. But I feel like that's the purpose of shame is to learn from those moments. Um, not fucking to make somebody else feel bad. That's why. So attempted slut shaming, like EK said, I think that's a bullshit move. Um, get off your fucking high horse. But slut shaming isn't a real thing to me because you can't feel shame for something that you don't feel shame about. Like fucking, you can't. If a bitch goes and get lets thirty niggas run a train on her and gets six XTD, STDs in the process, and she don't give a shit, you can't make her feel shame about it. Like, I feel like that was really specific. Was that specific? Huh? I said I feel like that was really specific. Was that specific? What? <laughs> Anyways, yes. moving on. Anyways, moving, moving right on. on. So that's my moment of class. I'm gonna help you out, Lord Jamar. Bring something positive to the culture. But you also wanna, mind your business. Also mind your business. <laughs> like you, you wanna, I'm a black, you know, icon. I'm a hip hop icon. I'm a this. I'm a that. I'm a blah 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 blah. blah. Then bring something positive to the culture, because I ain't heard nothing worthwhile come out of your mouth yet, and that's not meant to be disrespectful. Um. My statement of saying that you were the least talented dude in, you know, brand new being was meant to be disrespectful. Me saying that I've never heard anything positive come out of your mouth was not meant to be disrespectful. It's just a statement of fact. I'm not saying that you've never said anything positive. Just I've never personally said it. I heard it. So, you know, get off, get off your high horse a little bit. Um, you want to be part of the culture. Um, you want to lead the culture. Then Bring lead it somewhere. Right. It? Lead, yeah. All right. Lead it. Lead it somewhere. Lead it somewhere positive. All right. So... So, you got any thoughts, thoughts, closing? Aside from, no, I guess not. I don't have anything. No, aside from what? That was it. I think I already said it, is shame people for other things. Shame people for everything. For other things. Everything. Other things. Everything. Anything else. Their racism, eating your food out of the fridge, like eating your leftovers, shame whoever ate them. Absolutely. Shame people for lying. Things that, like are actually harmful to other people. Not fucking... Fucking. Not fucking. Right. All right. Moving right along. Basic human so shit. That's we're gonna hit. We're going to hit a new segment. Um, I'm going to start y'all off with this. We're actually... What? Why did you look at me like that? Nothing. Never mind. Why did you look at me I've like that? I've lost train of thought. Do you have the coronavirus? <laughs> uh, don't call... Don't, no, I don't haven't been anywhere. Like you haven't been anywhere near Chris Mack? Well, that either. I haven't been near Chris Mack, who probably has not been to China, so that's not how you... He probably doesn't have the coronavirus. Also, coronavirus has now been popped up in the UK as well as America and Canada. So, what the fuck does going to China have to do with anything? Um, <sighs> Look here, Lord Jamar. Speak your facts. All right, so we're going to go down some weekly news, some trending topics for you. 
uh, this week. Let us know what you think. Also, I need a name for this segment because I had like dirt sheep and dirt sheep and like weekly something and like there I, was yo, a lot of letters that was, you were trying to be like yo, cool, cool, cool. Anyways, so I'm reaching out to you, the listeners, the people. What do we call this shit? Help, help me out here. But we're gonna go down and we're gonna talk about some shit that's been popping off this week. Um. So first off, first off, actually, you know what? I'm gonna make you handle this one. <laughs> I'm gonna make you handle this one because this is my. You can't do that with the new mics. I'm gonna keep doing it. I'm gonna break your fucking glasses. All right. Um. <laughs> Don't make me do you like Javante Dick. Anyways, <sighs> all right. So the Pastor Troy joint. I'll handle the rest. All right. I want you. To, I want you to hear so, the Pastor Troy. Joint. I only watched. So for those of you who don't know who Pastor Troy is, Southern hip hop royalty. He's he's to the, he's he's to uh, he's to Georgia what uh, Lord Jamal wishes he was to hip hop. Uh, so okay. Anyways, ain't no more playing GA. Hit him with it. Okay. So, I watched this eight-minute long... One more. I need the facts. I need I, the facts. It was eight minutes. That's all I got for you right now. I don't recall what the um, station was. I want to say 107. Is that Breakfast Club? Was it Breakfast no. Club? No. So, I don't know any of the actual facts. Okay, right. So, go ahead and so, let them Jesus know. Lord. So, Pastor Troy made some, fa- some inflammatory comments about homosexuals. Um... This uh, this past week, and uh, so the, the internet's been a buzz about it. People been defending him. Other people been trying to crucify him. Other people been saying cancel him, but you know he don't really put out music no more. So um, I don't really know. So go look the comments up. Um, he had essentially said, "I'm gonna give you. The, I'm gonna give you the cliff notes." So um, he said uh, he saw Little Nas X's costume at the Grammys, and he was like, "Yo, if that's what I gotta dress like." To win a Grammy, then shit ain't gonna never fucking happen. I'm tired of people trying to force um, this gay shit on black culture, on black men. Um, he said the proudest moment that he saw was, uh, or the proudest moment he had was not too long ago. His son saw the Applebee's commercial with the two dudes kissing and sharing mozzarella sticks. And his son, look, his 14 year old son was like, fuck Applebee's. And he was like, I've never been more proud as a father. Uh, now he did point out he was like, look, I don't have a, I don't have an issue with gay people, transvestites, chase it. Y'all have seen it before. I've taken pictures with them, hung out with them, whatever. He said, but my son mm-hmm. is going to be a heterosexual black man, and nobody is going to force him to be gay. Now I feel like this presents a couple of problems. I feel like it's just a couple of problems because what if his son is gay? Now I, I get not wanting to have like you know. If you feel like people are trying to force homosexuality on your kid, which a lot of people are feeling that or whatever, or, or I even understand having a preference, wanting your son to be gay or wanting your son to be straight. Like, I want both my daughters to be gay. Um, I pray for it every day. Uh, it is it is what it is. Um, but, like, man, like, could you imagine being a gay kid growing up in a household? Your dad's like, you're going to be straight. That's why the teen no LGBTQ what. suicide rate is so fucking high. Is it? I'm saying that's why it exists. Okay. 
I, I was asking a question. Look, look, lose your stats here. Look, I will never. Here. Look, I'm not. I will never lose. The I'm stats. not gay. I'm not as. I'm not as into the gay community as I should be because I fucking love the gay community. Not because like of any liberal nonsense, but them motherfuckers throw the best parties. Um, okay, so I did not see the actual post of anything. So I just looked it up on YouTube and was like, what's past the Troy gots to say about the gays? And there was a video. There was a whole eight-minute interview. Whole eight minutes, y'all. Are you going to tell us what you think I'm going to. All right, we're moving so, to the next story. He's saying that he's tra- <laughs> this is what we're portraying to the kids, and he's raising young black heterosexual males. He's not homophobic. But that's kind of like just saying... I'm not racist, but I have a black friend because I have a black friend. So that's what I thought of. And then when he, he uses said that. gay people that like, oh, you know, I you know, I take pictures with gay people all the time. I, you know, have gay people serve me at the restaurants and it's like, okay, but gay people aren't your slaves. But okay, mm, wrong choice of words. Wrong choice of words. Gay people are not your tokens. Like Why your token not? black, black friend, black your token gay been, friend. Black people have been reduced to tokens for years. Like I, I, I don't believe they should, but uh, there's, there's not, like, so as a black person, you're just gonna say that you can, you can use the token, the gay, token gay people. I don't, I don't think that that's as a white that, person, as a black person. I got anything. that one gay friend, that and that's all that matters. I look, so, so no, long, that one black friend is so all that matters. Long no, as I have that one gay friend, I can't possibly be gay as I run around and call people faggots and dick suckers. It's like look, and that's, that's the way he's it like, works. do whatever you want, do whatever you want behind closed doors, but I don't have to lower my standards. Okay. I feel like my son ain't carrying no pocketbook. I I quote. I wrote these. I didn't write them. I typed these down in the quotations because I was like, I need to make sure. My son ain't carrying no pocketbook. That's toxic and fragile masculinity, folks. Because for all we know, his boys, the boys in his family, boys that look up to him are watching and they are staying in the closet because they want to be manly. this is the kind of thing that keeps the LGB- LGBTQ teen suicide rates high and or a number at all. That's not zero. He literally said people that depend on the LGBTQ community to pay their bills are so stuck in the closet and scared to say what they have to say. So my only question, because is there like a new thing that he's doing, like a new song? Is this similar to the Nick Cannon situation where that like folks are trying to get back in or bigger into the spotlight? Mm-hmm. This, no, this is it's just past Detroit. It's, it's just past Detroit. So all but of Georgia's not allowed so to be gay. Somebody, somebody pointed out, or somebody said, somebody tried to compare this to the Genuine situation where the internet dragged Genuine because he didn't want to kiss a trans fan. They tried to kiss him and he was like, nah, I'm good. Um, and somebody tried to compare it to that. And the difference in that situation is, plain and simple, is guess what? No means no works for men, too. He can kiss anybody he wants to. Nobody would have said shit if he chose not to kiss some ratchet-ass fucking female whose shit was all fucked up, and he was like, ugh, nah, bitch, I'm good. But because it was a trans person, everybody got upset. You can't compare that situation to what Pastor Troy said. It's not the same thing. Now, I do believe that he does make, like I said, I, I, I... you want to have a preference, that's cool, that's fine. Um, but, like, I fear for this kid. Like, if this kid, maybe he is straight. 
Maybe he's straight as a fucking arrow. Maybe he been motherfucking dreaming of pussy since he came out one. I don't know. But, like, if this kid is gay, he's going to have some serious, serious trauma and some serious therapy bills um, listening to the things that his dad says. says. And that's all I wanted to touch on that. I don't want to go on that too long. <clears throat> um, somebody to my left takes forever to make a point. Um, I'm not going to throw no shade, Riss. Uh I will murder you in cold blood. I believe it. All right. So, Javante Davis, pro boxer Javante Davis, snatched up his baby mama. Go look at the video. Go find the video. Um, he rolls over, um, snatches her up, and drags her out. As of two hours ago, they just uh, they went ahead and pressed assault charges on him. Not her, but um, the cops pressed assault charges on him. Nothing's going to come of this. Can do that without, oh, without yes. somebody signing off on that? Yeah. I mean, nothing's going to... They, they can absolutely do it, but nothing's going to come of it because he's a fucking millionaire and he didn't actually hit her. He just grabbed her up by the clothes and drug her out of a game. Yeah. Um, now, we don't know why he did it. We don't know what caused it, what spurned it, but my message to Javante Davis is this. Nigga, that's whack. That's... That should never... You are a fucking millionaire. If I had a million dollars right now... Couldn't no female make me get out of character. Nothing. Couldn't no... Couldn't no... Maybe couldn't, that's a thing. Maybe that's not out of character for him. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. But as Floyd Mayweather's fucking lead disciple, his prodigy, like, putting your hands on a woman's not... You, you would have thought you would have learned from Floyd going to jail. Um, But, like, here we are. You're his number one prodigy, putting your hands on women. Um, now I know you didn't hit her. I know you didn't slap her. I know you didn't punch her. And he made a statement saying that he would never right. uh, harm the mother of his child. You know things like that. But that video is alarming, and it shows a different patron in a different light, my friend. It paints you in a different light. Um, you can't be doing shit like that, my dude. You you can't be doing that. Like you one step away from smacking the shit out of her. Uh, now we don't know what she did, but it doesn't matter. Like I said, you are a multi fucking millionaire. Uh, if she was acting up, you should have made her walk home. It and looks like she wasn't even there, like, with him, though. Like, somebody else got up. I don't know if he got up to, like, move out of the way. Or, and just, like, I'm not trying to be in this. I'm not supposed to be here. I mean, I get that. But there was three dudes if, along with him. If I'm random Joe Blow, when and I she see... she fucking yokes her up. I and see professional boxer, Javante Davis... Coming world, your way, world champion done. boxer Javante Davis, and it's like, damn son, I know I'm fucking his bitch. <gasps> let me get out the way. Is that the tea? Is that let the drama? Me, let me get the fuck trending out. Trending tea way. of the week. Is that I what this like, is called now? Now, for me personally, I'm not worried about Javante Davis because he's only like three feet tall. Um, I'll beat your fucking ass. Um, did it? Did you see the video, the Halsey video? Yeah. Tell me that wasn't the funniest shit. Okay. Tell me that wasn't the funniest shit. So if you have not seen the video, um, y'all know Housie the singer. She was fucking with GE Housie, whatever. Fuck, how the I'll call her Haley if I fucking want to. Fucking, and she was fucking with GEZ for the longest time. Not even for like on and off again for a year, and it was almost two years ago. Whatever. I'm just saying. So she was doing, you know, the, the Super Bowl performing performance and shit or whatever. Was it a Super or Bowl she, performance? It was pre. It was like the pre joints they do, or whatever. They it have, was it's like, like at Super a club Bowl fest. Or... No, it was Super Bowl festivity. Super Bowl weekend. It was a Super Bowl weekend. Okay, event. got you. Um, 
somebody, a fan in the front row, just kept screaming Jeezy. Just kept saying his name, and she stops mid-performance to go off on this dude. Just starts spazzing on him. Because G-Eazy had just released a video earlier that day of him boot up with Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, and, uh, yeah. I, you know, what I found fucked up about the video that he released was, one, he released it on a platform that he knew how he would see it. And, two... Megan Thee Stallion's petty because she booed up with G-Eazy, who's a white rapper, and the song that's playing in the background is, fuck, you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta deal with these niggas no more. <laughs> it's some shit like that. I don't remember, I don't remember the exact title of the song, but the, the moral the title song, you ain't gotta deal with these niggas no more. And she's singing the song as they booed up, and I thought that was hilarious. Black dudes everywhere was all pissed off and shit. Uh, looked like they was ready to cry, and I was like, get it, G-Eazy. I don't listen to his music, but, you know, uh, <clears throat> I support niggas fucking big booty bitches, white niggas, black niggas. Like, I support, you know, and Megan E. Stein got a fat ass. So, big ups, homie. Do you. Do you. Proud of you. What? Why are you looking? What? Um, nothing. Just... That's a whole lot of judgment on your face right there. You started with Halsey, like, and then ended with G-Eazy instead of just sticking to... But... Because that was the background. That's okay. why she was mad. That's why she he had just I mean, he had also, just dropped that video. You you that come day. to somebody you pay to see somebody perform, uh -huh. and then just like that's like going to a Taylor Swift concert and going, Joe Jonas, <laughs> like why? I think why would you pay see, that money? Here's the thing: is you couldn't do that at a Taylor Swift concert. You'd have to be like Joe Jonas. And the other 60 niggas. That's what I'm saying. It's like just if, say if all their names. You get as many folks as you can to wear, like, their na their faces on T-shirts or spell their names out in the crowd. Like, you're all getting kicked out because it's Taylor Swift and that she'll sounds, fuck with that shit. That sounds like, like an excellent way to spend money on a Taylor Swift concert. Like, if I... Going. If I... Had to spend money. If I had to waste, this is gonna my be the money, one time you decide to tell Chris, "Hey, we're gonna go to see Taylor right. Swift." If You're I had so to fucked. waste money on a Taylor Swift concert, oh my god, um, I can't. Th I can't imagine. A but better... you despise Taylor Swift so much, like, okay. I can't think of a better way so, to spend that money than harassing like, her from the front row. What? What's so fucking like? I guess. But Halsey, for why? What did she do? I mean, maybe dude was a Jeezy fan. But maybe he just liked Jeezy. Maybe he hadn't seen the video. Maybe he maybe he didn't know that that was up on the gram posted up. Yeah, uh, Kevin. Yes. Oh, sir. <laughs> uh, oh shit. Yeah. Shout out to my big brother. Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> Man, I saw this shit in the store today, and I was like, damn, son, I ain't had a Mad Dog 2020 since I was, like, 15, 16 years old. So. I was going to say, it's been about nine years for myself, and <sighs> I did not miss to get that all, at all. Yeah. I didn't yeah. need this, but yeah. here it's we fucking are. It is a good fucking time. <laughs> it is a good fuck. I'm lying. I remember why. I remember, you remember now why you stopped drinking. Why it. I only drank but it thanks. as a child, but I spent money on it, so I'm finishing shit. Yeah. Um. And we gonna rock it like that. Terry Crews issued an apology to, to uh, Gabrielle Union. Um. 
you know, when she left America's Got Talent, she told stories of, she said, you know, she dealt with a lot of sexism and racism. And Terry originally came forward and said that he couldn't speak on the sexism part as he's not a woman. Um, so he doesn't know about that. But as far as racism, he said it is the most diverse workplace that he's ever experienced. And he wouldn't know anything about that. He's never experienced racism inside that workplace. Well, he issued an apology today um, because he felt like, you know, he was dismissing her, uh, dismissing her feelings um, and dismissing what it is that she went through. And he was like, I just recently told Kevin Hart that we need to be more sympathetic to what people go through, and I didn't do that with you. Just because I had a different experience doesn't mean I should shut down yours. Now, I, I, I listened to his original statement, and I don't feel like he was dismissing her statement, her feelings. I feel like he was just simply saying his feelings. Like, I didn't experience, I, you know, I don't know about sexism because, you know, obviously, you know, I'm a six-foot fucking whatever fucking 300-pound gorilla fucking obviously um nobody's sexually harassing me here at america's got talent but he was like i've never experienced racism here it's very diverse in the 20 years that i've been in entertainment i've never worked at a place as diverse as this um oh okay but that got a it got a lot of backlash gabriel union has not responded yet are, are you doing gabriel. that on purpose what <laughs> saying the name wrong Gabrielle. There you go. Does that make you feel better? It does. I'll say her name I want to. She ain't give me no ass. That's how I feel about that. If Gabrielle Union had to let me fuck when she had the chance, I would say her name right. But for right now, she's Gabby Union. God damn it. Okay. What? <laughs> I'm just trying not to judge you so loudly. Well, you're fucking failing. Oh, I know. You're failing fucking miserable. Well... Hell yeah, I'm drinking Mad Dog. And Ryan and Christmason, you're absolutely right. Taylor Swift is fucking awful. She is the worst. She is the absolute worst. She is, I don't know how she got into entertainment. Um, Country music. Whatever. She's got like three decent songs. And everything else that she makes is about, uh, I sucked your dick and you left me and I'm upset about it. So, fuck her. Okay. Taylor okay. Swift is the devil. Did he say stop? No, I'm not. What did I just say? I pay, I spent money on this. I'm going to finish this shit. You got me fucked up. And you see how this shit got me? Ugh. Sip that mad dog twice for me. Girl. Oh. Girl. We're just. Did we just turn into a, a, a drinking game? No. No, we did not. All right, that's the last person I'm sipping Mad Dog for. Okay. I gotta let after I gotta let the taste dissipate off my tongue. So speak. Before I can, uh, yeah, it's rough. Speak. This, this <laughs> shit is rough. Oh, God, well, kids, don't do it. I can't believe I thought maybe it was Boone's Farm. It's still West Virginia to me. I don't know. I'm gonna try. It. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just like I said, I walked to the store. I, found, I saw it and I was like, damn, son, I had no MD twenty twenty and I got. Let me get that mad dog, baby. Terrible choice. And it was just a bad choice. It was a bad decision. Probably the worst decision I've made all day. Um, Got full ass grown adult jobs. Maybe. And drinking Mad Dog 2020. Why? Maybe this whole week. I don't know. I okay. feel like I'm as I'm drinking this Mad Dog 2020. I feel like I failed my kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's, Oh, God. This shit yeah, right? Oh, yeah, it is. All right. Going to be okay? So, also, shout out to Chiefs Nation um, on that win on the Super Bowl, baby. I was excited. I was rooting for the Chiefs. I'm a Patrick Mahomes fan. I think he's the best quarterback in the league right now. 
Um, also, the Super Bowl took place in Miami, so that's the closest that my Dolphins have come to winning the Super Bowl in 40 years, baby. I'll take it. I'm happy about it. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a little bit on the thrill. To, hold on a second. Yeah. You good? Yeah. Oh. Keep going. Handle this. So, uh, you really just to see yourself, it's not going to give you nothing. Sean's upset that he can't see himself currently. Our uh, monitor has given up. It's trying to take a break, and Sean's not dealing with that very well. Ah. There you are. Ah. Oh, I'm entirely too fine to not be able to see myself. Right. I remember drinking Boone's Farm back in the day. Okay, well, so I know who your husband is. So back in the day for you was like probably a week and a half, two weeks ago. Because um, that nigga drinking Boone's Farm right now. Oh. As we well, speak. Well, I like it. It's like juice. Nobody really likes Boone's Farm. That's a lot. Just like MD Twenty Twenty, it's all you could actually get as a child. So. Oh shit, you're right. I don't think I've bought one since. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Okay. Look at that. Oh. He speaks facts. Just this once, I suppose. Oh, always, at all times, I always speak facts. But I didn't ask you at the beginning of the show. I didn't ask you how your week was. Um, I mean, same shit, different day for me. I got nothing. That? I don't think. Yeah, nothing fancy. You live the most boring life. Bro, swear it. Known the fucking man. Me and my yarn. I've fucking, Jesus Christ, I've worked, I've laughed, I've cried, I've fought like three space aliens this week. Like, the fuck have you been doing with your life? Over the past seven motherfucking days. Actually, I made a sweater. A wrap sweater for myself. And uh, that's it, actually. Like I said, me and my yarn. <laughs> I'm an old lady. I'm 87 on the inside. So fuck off. I don't even know how to feel about that. Anyways. Alright, so I had, a, I, had a pretty, I had a pretty decent week. Like I said, I did, you know, my father thing. Uh... My little baby girl, her birthday was on Sunday. It was a good time and whatnot. We took her to Chuck E. Cheese. Um, I beat her up. Birthday beat down. No one escapes. No one escapes. Um, but we had a good time. She had some pizza and whatnot and some ice cream and some cake. She had a big frozen cake. Got all kinds of stuff. She got some boots and jacket and whatnot. She's all excited about it. It was a mad good time. Mm-hmm. Um, but enough about my baby girl. That was just something I wanted to touch on. Like I said, it was a good time. So I want to close out. Thanks, I want to Ashley. close out real quick with um, That's That Shit I Don't Like. Um, we already did a moment of class with Chris Mack earlier. So we're going to have that. Yo. Whoop. They're talking about my yarn things because they like me and not you. <laughs> well, I mean. Damn. Not that Damn. they don't like you, but like. Damn, I'm they saying they like me, stuff. unlike how you like me. Get off my dolphins and fuck you. Um, so that's that shit I don't like. I'm going to bring it back to the Super Bowl real quick. So I've seen a lot of people upset and mad that Jay-Z and Beyonce and uh, Blue Ivy, their child, did not stand for the National Anthem, which Demi killed that shit. God damn. Jesus Lord, we had a fucking all Latina Super Bowl, and let me tell you, I ain't never been motherfucking happier. 
Demi Lovato came out. The only way that national anthem could have been any better is if she did it like in a state of undress, like bra and panties, maybe like a bikini. I'm absolutely sexualizing her right now, but I can't help it. Um, then Shakira came out, 43 years old, shook that bomb bomb, had it going. Like good she time. didn't even stop. Right. Her hips have never told a lie, not once, not, not once, never. Not never. And they continue to tell us the truth every day. Um, also, 20, 2021 goals. I'm going to fuck Shakira in 2021. Everybody's doubting me. Everybody's doubting me. Pay attention. I'm going to fuck Shakira in 2021. Then J-Lo comes out at 50 years old. Motherfucking killed it. Yeah. Killed it. Now, you know, you had all those uh, all those soccer moms and shit upset and whatnot. Every time a dude takes his shirt off at the Super Bowl halftime, bitches don't want to ever got no complaints. Motherfucking, but let Shakira come out there and shake her shit. And I thought she was actually, she was wearing far more clothes than my perverted ass wanted her to be wearing. Same thing with J-Lo. Like, fucking, I'm wearing far more clothes than my nasty ass wanted her to be wearing. (laughs) And uh, motherfuckers still found a reason. What? I just have, nobody cared, no women cared about Adam Levine, was it last year? But every man in every state wrote their state on their stomach (laughs) and posted it. Like, Adam Levine had, like, California tattooed across his, like, stomach. Mm -hmm. So, is it just that we can't support our own folks? Is that it? Do you Um, think? I didn't write shit on my stomach. Um, Not. I write, damn, you said One man from every state. One man from every state. That's not what you originally said. That's what I meant, and I apologize for misspeaking. Maybe they were showing support. Was it showing support, or I can wrap my name on my belly, too? I feel like they were showing support, because none of them probably had his abs the same way. Right. The same way that most of us don't have the 43-year-old Shakira body or the 50-year-old J-Lo body. 50 goddamn years old, At any age that we've ever lived. It's fine. years old. Listen. She graduated from Hey Ho to J-Lo and is killing it at 50 years old. Anyway. There was a lot more to that than just being over the age of 30 and dancing at the biggest thing at the sporting event. Everybody, like, so I love how, like, all the MAGA crowd is like, yeah, absolutely loved it. Way to go! Well, the male MAGA crowd, the female MAGA crowd is like, it's all... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> was that, 53% of white women? They didn't get grabbed by the pussy. Um, but, like, the male MAGA crowd was into it, um, not realizing that she actually made a political statement. If you didn't notice, all the children on the set, when she came out, jumped out of cages. Um, <clears throat> her daughter was on stage singing with her... Excuse me, singing with her. Her daughter was on stage out singing her. And it was fabulous. And they were singing something about We Have a Voice. Not going to lie to you. I didn't hear I don't. I couldn't tell you any of the songs to play. I can't remember the name. Oh, look, at, neither could you with your gay ass. Anyways. Um, I also didn't watch it until the next day because I slept through it. So. Because I'm 87. Jay-Z and Beyonce and Blue Ivy didn't stand up for the national anthem. And everybody's oh, yeah. making a big deal out of it. They need to leave the country. They're so... Uh, they're so disrespectful, you know. They're protesting, uh, they're protesting injustices in a country that allowed them to become 
millionaires, billionaires, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Which, like, again, all of that, all of that comes off as, to me, um, a whole lot of shut the fuck up. Uh, Jay-Z, Beyonce, hell, Blue Ivy is more successful than 100% of the people who complained about them not standing up for the national anthem. Now, here's the other thing is, we don't know why they didn't stand up for the national anthem. You're talking about two parents why with a child. Why do we care? Why do we Thank care? You, care? Who cares whether Beyonce or Jay-Z stands up, sit down? Who cares about the games that millionaires play to make more millions while while taking a knee and making poli- pretend political stances to stay relevant? Who cares? It's a game. It's a game played on a stage for us all to be manipulated by. I'm sorry. No, Pim. I loved it. I loved it. I, get, I loved I it. Get, I get so mad. All, the, all these people. Oh, it was so offensive. Why were you watching? You know I, thought, what's a, right, you, I thought y'all people were supposed to be boycotting I'm the NFL. I'm, say, I'm saying. Like, I'm saying. And the whole damn thing is offensive. I, it's millionaires. I thought it was people that were... It's millionaires Feelings. throwing a ball to other millionaires and getting tackled by other millionaires while millionaires advertise and millionaires make more millions and millions and millions while we... While well, a billionaire sits in the booth right. and doesn't rubbing stand his hands together. Right. Like. And, and, meanwhile, and meanwhile, we're all up in arms because somebody didn't stand up when they were supposed to stand up. I'm more concerned with supposed the ticket. Supposed to stand up. I'm more concerned with how much ticket prices are. So here's the thing that bothers me about all this is before the Colin Kaepernick thing, man... If like so, you can go back and find YouTube videos. Oh, there's plenty of, of other guys of, before him. Well, you can find the national anthem playing. I, it's so funny. Somebody actually made a compilation um, before Colin Kaepernick chose to kneel for the national anthem, or he sat the first time. Um, a, uh, somebody informed him that sitting was disrespectful to the troops during the national anthem. That was disrespectful to the troops and to the country. If you want to make your statement, kneel. Kneeling is still showing a sign of respect, but it gets your point across. Anyways, I'm um, not even going to drive down that rabbit hole. Uh, and you look at these stadiums where less than half the people are standing up. And you have like a national anthem playing and everybody's sitting on their ass or eating hot dogs or playing with their kids. But at, now all of a sudden, Colin Kaepernick chose to go ahead and cop a knee during the national anthem. And now you see it. White America got so mad and now everybody has to stand. And if you're not standing, no matter the reason, does it, fuck that kid. Fuck that goddamn kid. You stand up for the national goddamn anthem. Oh, your, your elderly grandpa just had a seizure on the floor? Lift his ass up for the national anthem. We are goddamn patriots here. I would just like to question. Are you telling me that it is not patriotic as fuck in, this, in the country of the United States of America to eat a hot dog while the national anthem is happening? No, that's, no it is not. I feel like that is blatant American patriotism right there. Right. So my whole thing is this. Like, everybody has, it's, it's, it's who gives a fuck? If Jay-Z didn't stand for the fucking national anthem, just like Colin Kaepernick, it's only fucking relevant because you stupid motherfuckers got mad about it. If it made you feel something, maybe you should examine that. It's, but if it, here's if the it made you feel angry, if it made you feel angry, maybe you should examine the fact that 
some some dude that has zero effect on your life whatsoever. The people that got mad about it are the most irrelevantly non-affected people in the world. It's not like the owners spoke out like at the same capacity that the internet the internet did. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's not like it's not like Nike came out and said, "Oh, because you know Nike makes money on soccer in other countries a lot more than they make on uh, what they sell in America." But that's besides the point. That's because we're all trying to get it half price. And they're not even number one. Well, I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, we're all paying attention to the wrong things and getting angry about the wrong things. You know what I'm mad about? I'm mad that every single millionaire NFL player doesn't donate 90% of what they don't need to live on. They're going to spout off about politics and, and movements and what's wrong and let me take a knee and let me make a movement. Are, why are you not? Why are you still living in a mansion? Why, you know what? Uh, who's that dude? Akon? Didn't gonna, Akon go over to Africa and like fucking light up a million homes? I'm going to say we have to exclude Kenny Stills from that. Who is who is this one now? So Kenny Stills used to be... I don't watch be, sports ball. Kenny Stills used to be... Sports uh, ball! Kenny Stills used to be a uh, receiver from Miami. Um, he's now on another team. But it does, it's irrelevant. Kenny Stills kneeled for the national anthem because he said he would support it with Colin Kaepernick. He said regardless of the reasons Kaepernick kneeled, whether you felt it was political, whether you felt he was making a statement, whether you felt he was trying to feel, uh, stay relevant, he said, I support what, what it's supposed to mean. Um, so he kneeled for the national anthem, but during the off season, he didn't just fucking kneel and that'd be the end of it. And he made, you know, headlines or whatever. No, no, so no. During yes. the off season. I feel what you're saying. I'm, I'm making a generalized yeah. statement, not specifically about Kaepernick. I'm making a generalized statement. Even the guys that go up there and put their hand on their chest, like they're bla- they're huge patriots and love this country. How many of them are don- donating to vets and homeless people? And like, like they're like, Trying they're, to they're all, that's why I it's said all fake we patriotism. Need, we need to exclude Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills had a problem. Kenny Stills spent millions of dollars on his own money for better police training. Oh, see, that's what I'm talking he about. That's what I want to hear. More. I want to hear those stories. I don't his want his own money freaking um, to help out victims of police brutality. That's what I'm talking um, about. And like, talking so about. He, he attacked the problem on both ends. He was like, let me help these victims. And, and he was like, also, I don't believe it's all racism. He said, some of these motherfuckers are just poorly trained. He said, you literally have to go to, you literally have to go to school or train longer to do almost any job in America than you do to have to be an officer of the law. So he invested a fuck ton of his money into better police training. And we should hear more about the things that players stand for than the things that they kneel for. That's what I'm saying. I'd rather hear stories like the story you just told me than anything. What, what, what is Colin Kaepernick doing now? Like, like he's complaining still. He's upset still. He's, and I get that. But, man, you had an opportunity. You had a salary. You had a spot on the seat. You, I mean, you might not have been a first-string quarterback, but you, you, were, you, were, you were still there. You were still irrelevant, I mean, and make, you chose make team to the Super Bowl. You, were to, you, you chose to take that spotlight. Instead of doing something positive with it, you focused on everything that was wrong. And instead of coming with solutions, you came with problems. And you could have you could have you could have used your time in the spotlight for a way better thing other than continuing to get a paycheck from Nike, which you never lost that paycheck. You know what I mean? Actually, he picked that paycheck I'm up saying, after the fact. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like he's that sti- was a new paycheck. Like, it's not like his career was ruined. If if anything, it, he's making. Well, I mean, he made he now. actually made a bunch of money because he got blackballed by the NFL. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. his is if anything is that his career is in a better position than it ever was. But but I, but I like the story like the one you told. Like and like Akon, look into that guy. Look into Akon who who 
Big famous musician for what? For three years and then all of a sudden gone? That's because he was overseas, like light, like literally providing electricity to places that didn't have it. Shit, I'll do you one that, that shocked the shit out of me. Walk a flock of flame. I want to hear it. Tell me the story. Walk a flock of flame. This motherfucker he made a song, made a career off of actually before he was out, actually got signed to uh, rap. He was uh, one of Gucci Man's trigger men. Apparently, he was known in the streets, motherfucking. He'll shoot a motherfucker real quick, beat a motherfucker ass, whatever. He made a made a career off of making music about it. Soon as he got rich, the reason you haven't heard from Walk of Flock of Flame is because he immediately started putting money back in his community. You have guys like, oh, uh, you know, they were like, well, you know, what what caused this change? You know, you're talking about social economics. You went from talking about gun sounds and motherfucking drive-bys to talking about social economics and building a community. And he was like, because I don't have to live that life no more. He said, I'm not that dummy that's going to get rich and I'm, you know, get these millions of dollars and go back to the streets motherfucker for what when i can improve the streets i can improve where i grew up from uh grew up uh grew up at and i can make it better for the kids out there so they don't have to go through the things that i went through they don't have to do the things that i went to, had to do to make money uh you got guys like ti ti has put so much money back into georgia it's fucking ridiculous um motherfucking you have there's a lot of there's a lot of people but that stuff never makes the news that's the problem that stuff never makes the that's, news that's you'll the never problem. you'll never hear about that Nipsey need to Hussle hear about literally that. built his entire community he built his entire community schools fucking um he opened up a bunch of stores for people to work opened up he went into venture capitalism fucking um so that other people could open up businesses and he enhanced his entire community um it's nuts. Like you never, you never hear about the good stuff um, that any of these artists do. Um, instead, we hear about we the can, controversy. We hear about the adversity. We hear about the red versus the blue instead of the stuff that's good. We can talk about Jay Z all we want to. The people when Jay Z made that deal with the NFL, people called him a sellout. But Jay Z's done more for the black community than everybody who called him a sellout. Um, Jay Z has shit. Like I said, he's more successful. Jay Z and, and Beyonce are an incredible business team. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, but if you look at them, any one of them individually, because they called out Blue Ivy, they called out this, like, four-year-old child for not standing for the National Anthem. Is she only four um, years old? I don't know how old she is. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't care. Uh, but she's a fucking child. And True. they called... But my whole point is, Blue Ivy... A child. Whose net worth is less than her father and mother's. But more than anyone still, that's calling her out. Is still more successful than 100 percent of the people who got online disrespecting her for not standing for the national anthem 100 percent like come on man she got producer credits on albums she had no involvement right (laughs) right like so jay-z's doing the same thing with his kids that diddy did with his kids like you don't know why diddy's kids is rich and you've never fucking heard of them because they got executive they got producer and executive producer credits on albums that they never made beats for never wrote a song for this that third so they've been getting paychecks since the day they were born big money paychecks big money check puffy's kids made more money off the locks albums than the locks did jada kiss still owes puffy's kids money Think about that. Think about that. Styles P still owes Puffy's kids money, and they ain't they, like none of them have no kind of musical talent. Like let's be real, like none of them have that one. That one, the one his oldest who was like, I'm gonna be a rapper like my dad. He's trash. Like you know, but it doesn't make a difference. He can like it doesn't make a fucking difference because he's set for life. He's been set since he was like eight or nine years old because he had produced so many songs by that point. Look, my whole point is, like, we went a rabbit hole and shit, but my whole point is this. Like, the people, like, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Blue Ivy, 
The only reason them not standing for the national anthem is relevant is because you made it relevant. If you had left it the fuck alone, you could have not talked about it. You could have not mentioned it fucking, and it would, no, it would have never made a big deal. You if know how much money... nobody had made a big deal about it, nobody would have even known they were there. Do you know how much money they're going to make from not standing for the national anthem because you dumb fucks decided to make a big deal out of it? Because if there's anything that we know that they can do is they can flip any situation into a money-making situation. So let me say that. That's what I'm going to end with. That's what I'm going to end with. For everybody bitching about them not standing for the national anthem, that four or five-year-old, maybe six, whatever, that child. That child. That child is more successful than 100% of the people complaining about her not standing for the national anthem will ever be. 100%. And I say that with deep confidence. <laughs> deep confidence. There's someone out there right now is listening Ooh. to this and they're going, well, I can work I hard this. and I can, I can be successful. But or you're not Blue Ivy, you have financially bunch, stable, or You have successful. a bunch of those people sitting there going, well, she's only successful because... Doesn't fucking, doesn't fucking make a difference. Doesn't fucking... I, I, I'll lay that challenge out right now. I'll lay that challenge out right now. Give me one person more successful than Blue Ivy that complained about Blue Ivy not standing for the fucking national anthem. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been The Plank. My name is Sean Bennett. We're going to go ahead and sign off for the week uh, before I get fucking extra excited over here. I'm Sean Bennett. This is Riss over here. What a bitch. EK, thank you for putting in your opinion on that last topic. I really appreciate it. You always come with the knowledge. We out of here. I'll see you next week. Peace. I'll try to do something fun this week. About time.